You're listening to It's a Beautiful Influence with Allison and Krista. What the? No, I didn't cuss. I just said something you wouldn't like to hear. Welcome to the podcast where we encourage you to live boldly, speak freely, and take action. All right, welcome to today's episode where we are so excited to talk to Frank Kitchen. Thank you for being on the show, Frank. Yes. All right, thank you, Allison. Thank you, Krista. Great to be here. Uh, great to have some, uh, quote, social contact during these crazy times. Right. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> this uh, episode will probably be airing in mid-April, and we're recording, though. It is March 25th. Um, and hopefully by mid-April, we will maybe be having social contact again. <laughs> yes. Um, so, and, you know, for anybody listening, everybody, I think we've all lived through uh, already a crazy time, and, and it's only a crazy time to come. But I think um, what Frank is all about and Frank's message and um, what he's going through as he pivots in his business right now, too, are, are more relevant than ever. So mm-hmm. I, I think this is actually really great timing to have you have you on the show. Oh, yeah, and I, I definitely have the time right now, so it's great to be on the show. And I know you two got to kind of be going crazy, especially Allison there, because, like, all the gyms are closed, so I don't know what yeah. she's doing. It's so – I'm building stuff in my backyard. I'm like – Yeah, she's finding ways to get it in, so am I, but it's, yeah. not, it's not quite the same. Yeah, yeah, she'll be proud of me. We, we got the exercise bands. We'll be doing that here shortly. There you go. There you go, See? yeah. Frank is all about the healthy lifestyle and getting his fitness yes. in, too. So, um, so Frank, for our listeners – could you give us your, your quick elevator pitch? Who are you and, and what are you about? Okay, my name is Frank Kitchen. People will call me a fundraiser, a coach, and a keynote speaker. I work with organizations that want their team members to produce the tasty results that everyone desires. So quite simply, I teach people how to maximize on their potential to live their personal professional dreams. Yes, I love it. And uh, as I know, I know Frank in real life and have worked with him um, on an advisory team for another business for the last several months and I he he practices what he preaches and he know he knows his stuff for sure but um so can you tell us a little bit about the the story behind why you do what you do and, and kind of how, how you've become successful and to the point where you are now yeah um, I can do that I'm like it's almost called the story of crossing over to the dark side uh <laughs> <laughs> that's what a lot of my my performer friends will say but uh no, um, in college, I was uh, part of the student government as part of the program board, and we brought in speakers, performers, and different activities to the college, and I told people I got involved for a t-shirt and a trip. I wanted some friends. I wanted a cool t-shirt to be part of the group, and they went on fun trips around the country. And as I got better at doing this, um, my advisor said, you should really look into this as a career. And you know, I kind of pushed them to the side, and I went into retail management. So I, I opened stores. I managed people. I managed stores, trained managers. And all of a sudden, my old college comes back and goes, hey, um, there's a position open. Would you like to come here and work with the students? So I went back to the college, and now instead of being a student leader, I became the advisor for all these clubs and organizations, showing them how to take these visions in their head into reality. And as I was doing that, um, towards the end, one of my students hit me with one of my pieces of advice, and he goes, you challenge us to live our dreams. What are you doing to live yours? <laughs> and what it, what it happened was I was part of all these leadership groups, and the students would come in and see me speak at the different conferences, you know, in my conference role. And then we'd bring speakers to the school and I would help train some of the speakers and they go, well, why aren't you doing that? So my students actually pushed me out to become a professional speaker. So I, yeah, so I jumped out to become a professional speaker and I told people I knew the art of speaking, but not the business of speaking. And I went out to start a business and doing that in 2007, 2008 isn't the ideal time to go 
start a business. So I, I jumped out, quit my college job, you know, had a very secure position and, you know, the economy tanks. Yep. And as I was struggling with that, you know, time in my life and working all these odds and ends jobs to try to keep the lights on pretty much as my wife supporting us, um, I realized that I needed to really understand the business of speaking. Mm-hmm. And I really just put myself, you know, you know, more back into the business side to start to recommit myself and to learn. It's not about speaking very well on stage. It's about knowing how to get on those stages. Right. And, and ultimately during this process, I kept saying I wanted to be the speaker and I was talking it, but I wasn't living it. And ultimately I had a, you know, employer as a last person in. So it means the first person out who gave me my walking papers on father's day weekend. And my wife was pregnant. Wow. So that became the point of, okay, I really have to practice what I preach and start living it. And that was about five years ago. And since then have been a full-time speaker entrepreneur. And when I'm not speaking to, you know, really quote, quiet the doubters out there, because, you know, I don't speak on theory. I actually speak on, you know, I practice what I preach. I actually work as a fundraiser. So I help consult and fund, uh, fundraise for nonprofits around the country. So my, my main job is speaking, but my moonlighting job is to help, you know, nonprofits with their fundraising. Yeah, which is a, a great, that's a great rewarding thing to be doing, right? I know it's not your bread and butter, but that is definitely um, something that I know you see a lot of uh, value and reward in, in doing and helping those organizations. Yeah. Well, now, yeah, it does, uh, I mean, I, I sleep well at night uh, yeah. because, you know, like even a few weeks ago before this whole crisis, helped a food bank raise over $100,000. Every $100 feeds a family for a week. So with what we're going through right now, knowing, oh, wow, we touched, you know, X thousands of families, you know, just blows your mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, So, you know, obviously I know social media, you've been on social media, been on active, but um, talk about a little bit about personal brand, not just on social media, but in general and how that's kind of affected your career trajectory. Because, um, you know, like you said, your students, saw it in you and they pushed you to get into speaking in the first place. So obviously you were putting out there some, some sort of message about who you are and what you're about that, that, that led you to where you are. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. I'm like, I know this is your expertise for actually for both of you, but you know, I explain to people, I've got friends like, you know, brand is your reputation. You know, it's what you're, you're known for. It's not a logo. It's not the colors. It's not all that. It's a case of, you know, are you living it? So when I coach speakers, I ask them like, are you living what you speak? Right. You know, yeah. off stage. And and I was like, well, what do you mean? And, you know, we used to book performers. We had some comedians. I'm not going to say any names. But had some comedians and musicians who would come in and everybody thought this, the greatness of them. And they were great on stage. But the moment they stepped off stage, they were difficult to deal with. And in one case, one group got my students crying. Oh, my God. And, and that's what they were That's what they remembered for. That was their their reputation. So essentially, we didn't care how great the work was. The word spread around, this is your brand that they are difficult to work with. And actually you watch their jobs go down because people are like, that's just too difficult to deal with. So for like my personal brand, you know, it's, you know, people hear me, it's like, oh, that's the fresh guy, live fresh. And the case is I like, I want everybody to have a fresh experience when they meet me, which means it's something positive. I want to be known as a person who is there to make people quote, feel good about themselves, but to feel that I'm a positive difference maker in their life or I'm a positive life changer. That's what you know, me and my brand are known for. And it's, it's funny because I've gone to places, my mom showed up to a conference before and we're jumping in the elevator and people jump. like, Frank, what's like, what? It's like, we're going to live fresh. And it, you know, it's, it's funny or, you know, and as it starts to get through and people start to understand you, you know, people are talking about, Oh, your last name's kitchen. What are you cooking up right now? You know, cause something's always, you know, fresh going, or I tend to wear green a lot. And green is for me, it re- reminds me of, 
you know, prosperity, life, growth, and action. So if I don't show up wearing green, people are asking about it. So it's a part of this whole encompassing piece. Like, what are you known for? What's your reputation? That's, that's your brand. And yeah. it can't only happen on stage or on screen. It has to happen with every aspect of what you do. So in life, social media, so virtually, non-virtual, I mean, just everywhere you, it has to resonate everywhere. Yeah, right. I love it. That You put that so well. And you also segue beautifully into the chance to explain Live Fresh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, live fresh. Um, is like I said, that's the, that's one of my bread and butters that I speak on. And you know, there's an empowerment movement I have It's called, you know, I live fresh. So I tell people I educate, I energize and I empower people because that's what we all need. We need to be educated first. We need to be energized to feel we can do it. And then we have to be empowered to go out and do it. So when I was going through my struggles, um, I was trying to figure out what to, you know, if you say the brand or what's going to do is like, but what about fun? And I talked to my wife and she, she owns part of our business and she goes, well, fun's overused. It's overused. What do you got to do? And years ago, I wrote this newsletter for my employees and it's always called Fresh from the Kitchen. So I, I had to play with my, my name. She's like, well, why don't you use Fresh? So I'm like, well, how will I use it? So we put our heads together and started to break it down. And essentially Fresh became, you know, it opened up my diary, my journal and realized that was the issues of why I wasn't, you know, maximizing my potential in life. So when it says I live fresh, I is you live is you have to live it you don't talk it and the fresh piece is you want to get a positive result because when we think about anything fresh it's a positive result in order to get the result you need to break down the five letters so the first um, letter is focus so for what both of you know it's like if we are not focused we don't have a very specific goal or dream that we're going for how can we achieve it so for me i was very scattered i was trying to do too many things at once so i had to become very focused and that was my speaking then you have to get resourceful that's the r and resourceful quite simply is just being are you thinking about what you have versus what you don't have? Resourceful people are always thinking about opportunities, thinking about what they can do, thinking about what they can have or how to get it. Non-resourceful people are always thinking about what they don't have and complaining and you know, pointing to figures of other people. So you got to be resourceful. Um, after that, you got to be enthusiastic. And for everybody listening to your podcast here, this is something I know that you, you two preaches. If you're not excited about it, if you're not passionate about it, then guess what? It's right. not going to happen. Yeah, so, right. you have to, so I always ask people like, what excites you? Why are you enthusiastic about this? And if they can't describe it out, the likelihood of you living it are very, you know, minuscule. So for me, for you know, I'm I'm a nut. I get, I think about putting together leadership programs. I think about, you know, creating apps. I think about making smile. I'm like that's what energizes me. I'm enthusiastic about taking care of my kids, who you saw before the interview. I'm, I'm excited about my wife can be home and teach them and you know that we can go and do stuff. So that's the enthusiasm because we're never excited about the work we do. Like, you know, we're excited about the results of the work. So I know you two are workout people. Um, are we really excited about spending? Like I was out for about an hour and a half yesterday and stuff. I was not excited about running all that time or working out. And, but when I saw the results of it, it excited me. So I told people we have to be enthusiastic about the results of the work. Um, after that piece, it's got to be strong. You have to be mentally strong. Uh, and that's for us who like qu to quit a lot. I mean, you have to be mentally strong where your mind goes, your body will follow. So I will share with people a lot of times the way we are mentally strong is by putting together a plan. So Krista, you always help people put together plans. Yeah. Well, that plan is pretty much a step-by-step -step process. To say, Hey, guess what? It's going to be tough, but if you can follow this, it will mentally help push you through. Right. And then the final one is H, which is just, you got to be honest with yourself. And that's the biggest one. People are like, well, you know, we, we lie to ourselves. We put these mental on where it's like, I'm too old. I'm too fat. I'm not rich enough. I didn't grow up in a good background. And we, we self-deprecate. We put ourselves down. We're honestly going to say, hey, you know what? I'm not good at marketing. So everybody listening to this. So I called up Krista and say, hey, Krista, can you 
Can you help me with some of my marketing? You have to be honest with yourself. You know, if I want to work out better, Krista, I can go watch. And Krista, I'm sorry, Allison, I can go look at all her information on social media. I'm like, oh, she puts her different workouts in there, so I can go, you know, figure it out. And she's got, she's like me. We're both, you know, got the you know hard gainers. So, it, but I know that she can go and do yeah. that right so you know isomorph you know it's like we we eat food and make my wife mad because you know i lose i lose weight when i eat and she's like okay what's what's wrong with you but, right <laughs> but no, you know you have to, yeah I mean, but you, fresh, have, you have to be honest yeah right and that's as funny as you know i i know that the fresh but as i'm listening here i'm wondering like alice is probably shouting yes 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 in her head because this is the stuff as you know from her content on instagram this is the the, the fresh that's exactly how you talk all the yeah. time, people. And, and and that's exactly I was going to mention kind of what you were saying earlier about like how people are different when they come off stage. I think the reason that you can be so relatable in your field is because you're living it. Right. And when you go through those hard times and you like feel those things, you can talk on it. You can speak on it and say, like, if you're not honest with yourself, you're going to suck. You know what I mean? So all those things you put in the fresh like that's <laughs> amazing because that's yeah. you know what I mean. That's exactly what people need to hear is is learning how to identify those things within themselves. Right. And, and people are looking for us to be genuine, authentic. Like I know for you, you don't have like any posed pictures. It's like, right. you're just showing, you know, it, it, you know, people are laughing at this right now, but you actually show yourself sweating when you're working out. Yeah. Right. yeah. Some people where it's like, everything's perfect and they got makeup on. It's like, you don't have makeup on when you, when you work out. Right. And, and right. I like, yeah. And like one of the greatest compliments for me is like, I show up somewhere and people are like, Oh my God, you look like your videos. You look like your pictures. Cause there's a lot of people who, who lie there They're like, Oh my God, you're just like you are on video. I'm like, why not? I've gone to conference with my kids. Like, Oh my God, your kids are real. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't go rent out kids, <laughs> but that just shows the world that we're in, that we have all these smoke and mirrors and we have this facade up and we don't show honesty. And when we're honestly ourselves, like when I work with speakers and business owners, I'm like, Hey, it's like, People don't want you to be perfect. They just want you to be your best and be genuinely who you are. Right. And when you can do that, people connect, you know, and resonate with, you know, vibe with that a lot better. Right. Yeah. So, you know, um, obviously we, we know you have a, a lot of purpose behind what you do and why you do it, but kind of what is your, what is your goal? And I, I know this comes in your, you know, in your little bio statement for that, but kind of what's your goal or your purpose and what you do? Like you, why do you want to people to live fresh? Why do you want to get out there and, and speak to companies and, and do your you know corporate training programs and, and speak at events? And what, what's the purpose and the why behind that? I sound like those beauty pageants. World peace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, the, the big piece is I, I've got two kids. And, you know, when my wife and I look at them, you know, that's, that's what we're looking at. It's like, how do we better take care of them? You know, we, everybody hears about the pay it forward. And it's amazing where there have been people that I've worked with where at some point it comes around where people are like, oh, my God, I, I worked with, you know, one of my mentors or it's like I worked with your dad. People are like, oh, it's like I, I know you. The, the simple point is going, it's like, you know, um, I'm a believer is to go, it's like, how are you impacting, you know, the kingdom? How are you impacting third place? And you can do it as people. And, you know, if I work with somebody right now and they turn out to be a teacher, wait. I'm going to apply this live fresh philosophy of or mythology of, you know what, living my dreams and helping others live there. And guess what? You know, when I'm longing to help my kids or help their kids, the people around, you know, it's a very broad sense. But the case is, how am I leaving a positive impact on the world? And that's what I want to go and do. And, you know, for quote sake is I love to travel. I love to help people. So 
guess what? When I speak, I get to travel. And when I get to travel, I get to help people. So those are the two things that I like to do. So I've just, you know, found, you know, my passion in a way to live that passion and get compensated for it. Yeah, which is awesome. That's, yeah. <laughs> you get to do what you love to do and you get to help people. I mean, that's, that's, that sounds like a dream job, right? Yeah. Now, obviously, you have a little bit different um, ability to influence people than a lot of people who are trying to listen. But, but can you can you explain um, you know influence? What what does influence mean to you? Yeah, um, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but um, I think influence or my feeling of influence is one is it's, it's it's reputation, but it's also the impact of your your reputation. So even going back to the live fresh pieces, I, I always explain to people when I step off stage, I go, you don't have to be a celebrity and you know motivational speaker, inspirational speaker, politician to you know to motivate and inspire people you do it by how you live so when you talk about you know this point of you know i think about it more as even saying like legacy is you know what people are always watching you they want to see how you're living and they want to replicate your success and what you're doing mm -hmm. so you know as you're talking about this influence piece is um right now we're going through this whole COVID 19 and i've made it a point of not staying dark and i've actually you know upped up my content and i'm getting post or feedback from people every day saying Hey, you know what? Thank you for your positive post because mm -hmm. that's helping me get through this. Yeah. So I mean, so so that's influence right there. And the deal is, I always will tell people, I was like, hey, you're born to be a difference maker, a life changer. That's what influence is. And there's a choice you have to make because no matter what, you're always going to, you know, influence somebody. But are you going to influence somebody in a positive way, or are you going to do it in a negative way? Yeah. Right. Hold them for one second. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to do it, you know, you're doing it in a positive way. And, and that's because of the way you think, the way you act, the words that you speak, what you go and do. And, and that's what influence is about. And I was like, it's all it is is a choice. It takes the same energy, but the results of that choice are vastly different. So if I came in here right now and I was just a jerk to both of you here, not only am I going to have a negative, you know, influence on both of you, but I'm also have a negative influence on my business, my brand and everything. Cause like, well, wait a second. He talks about being positive and look, he just was like, you know, the biggest, you know, jerk in the world on this interview. So, so that's what influences. Um, and that's what my family's always taught me. Like, you know, the reputation is all will always follow you. Yeah. So it's like, you know, yeah. so the moment you step in that door, you know, what do you want to be known for? And I'd rather be known for being quote, the nice guy versus a person where it's like, okay, well, they're the idiot, they're the jerk. And, you know, for everybody listening to this, you know, I tell my wife, she, she's seen a lot of people who have these negative influences. Like, man, why are they successful now? Why are they have this influence? I'm like, you know what? I was like, it's sad to say this. I was like, but you'll find out what type of real influence they had on people when there's the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. The, the people who have the greatest influence may not be these big names or, you know, super rich, but everybody shows up for it. Mm -hmm. The person who doesn't really have that impact or influence or is like all about themselves, me, me, me. You, you watch it. You don't really hear much about it. There's not much feedback. You know, you find out years later, like that person passed away. Like you didn't even know. Right. So, right. so I mean, so that's influence. Yeah, yeah. True. and uh, you know, obviously, you have have a larger platform than many when you get to go speak at these you know large conferences, events, and fundraisers. But you're using that influence in obviously a positive way, which is yeah. what we hope most we hope people will do. We always encourage people to do. That's why this podcast is called "It's a Beautiful Influence" because mm -hmm. we want people to use their influence for good. Um, now, circling back a little bit, you know, we are in the midst of this COVID-19. Obviously, you, your main source of income is professional speaking. <laughs> um, can you talk to us a little bit about how you are taking your message, your purpose, et cetera, and 
kind of adjusting right now to try and, and to deal with it. Sounds like, like you said you're not going dark on your content on social, which mm -hmm. is fabulous. But what yeah. else are you doing? Well, well, the big piece is always we'll let people know that hey, I'm I'm a resource, and there's some people that you and I have in our same networks. And the big piece was when you said about not going dark, is everybody's at home right now, and everybody's looking for something to consume. So the idea is, you know what, keep that information going out there. It may not quote bring me income right now, but when things get better, they're gonna be like, oh, well, who's still providing information or content or helping me get through this? Now that I have income or I can invest or I know people can invest, that's the person I trust. That's the person who I see as being this positive influence. Let me go with them. So for me, uh, on social media, it's I am you know providing you know just daily content, showing parts of old speeches, you know, putting those clips up on there. I'm showing, I'm you know redoing blog posts. I'm putting up, going through my content. Like oh, like later today, it's like you know what's going to help people go. It's like hey, we have to maintain our excellence. So I'm giving seven strategies for. You know, maintaining your personal excellence. Next week, I'm doing a free version of my keynote, but doing it virtually. Why? One is I get to practice it, so that way I keep my, you know, my saw sharp. But there's a lot of people who need that. And at the same point, does that mean they're going to buy something from me? Probably not. But you know what? With the influences, they may know 10 other people who may want what I have to provide. And that's the same thing we, we do in fundraising. People are like, oh, well, you got to go up to the big fish. And it's like, well, no, you don't. Because guess what? The person you consider a little fish they may have influence on the big fish yeah, and if you can right. make them feel wanted feel special feel appreciated to you know be that resource or that outlet for them then that's going to you know once again have this positive impact so for me right now you know i put up a post last week some people were laughing about it and i'm being honest and genuine but there's a post that had the whole oprah moment where she talks about she's giving away to people yeah. my thing says like you lose a gig you lose a gig everybody loses gigs and literally you know my entire my entire march april may calendar have been wiped clean yeah i mean <laughs> but at the same point um most of those groups have postponed so my fall is going to be crazy so i'm getting all this family time now yeah. they, they may not they may not see me in the fall yeah but the the big one was too is as you said the the readjustment period was in interviews like this, I've got a magazine interview. I've had several podcast interviews, so I'm getting better on camera. But I'm also contacting all my clients, saying, "Hey, how can I be a resource for you?" Yeah. I've converted a couple of my programs to learning programs as an app. Um, yeah. I'm going to do this free virtual piece. Uh, I can do all my programs virtually, and several written back saying, "Hey, thanks for offering that. Um, we'll get back to you." So at yeah. least they know I'm there. So it's like once again, we said we're not going going dark um it's the same thing we're doing with our neighbors like we've asked a couple of neighbors they needed food help some neighbors out the bus came by let them know about that play with you know kids you know took some people out boom it's like okay well we're still the same people yes we're not making an income right now and that's scary you know there's some there's some money coming in but the, the main piece is like quote if i'm sharing with these people you got to live fresh and i'm known as a motivational speaker then guess what there's a lot of motivational speakers right now who literally are talking about jumping off the roof Right. So I was like, wait, you're yeah. telling me if there's a, you're telling me if there's a dark time, like I got to work my way through it, but then you don't do the same. Right. Right. Well, yeah. this is, this is, this is even more, more validation for what I do is to talk with you, put out that content, get that information. You know, I've been sending out emails today going, Hey, you know, here's the deal. Let me know how I can help out. Let me know how I can be a resource. And it never said, can, you know, pay me money. It's just going, let me know how I can help because yeah. point, people remember how you help them and how you make them feel. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And that's, yeah, you, by doing what you're doing now and being so proactive in reaching out and specifically offering help and and also by putting everything out on social media when it when this time's over yeah you will have absolutely walked through 
and lived what you preach. I mean, that's, yeah. so that that's awesome. And I, I'm not surprised. I, I expected no <laughs> rank. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's, a, it's a choice. I mean, like, and I joke around. So he's like, I was like, you know, I guess I was born to do this because my, my, uh, my blood type is B positive. So, <laughs> so, 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 so you, you have to, you know, look at this and, you know, we all took the punch last week. And, you know, when you take that punch, you, you stumble back for a little bit. But then once you regain your footing, it's like, okay, well, what, what are we going to do? And, you know, Kelly and I, my wife was just going, like, well, hey, we've talked about if we had more time, what we could do. Well, we've got the time. So, you know, we've been productive this last, you know, week and we're going to get even more productive because I'm working with you, like redoing the branding, redoing the, the site, um, re-editing video because this is preseason. This is getting ready for that big competition. So while everybody else is sitting around complaining and not doing anything, guess what? When, quote, the door opens up or, you know, the, the race starts, the horn goes off, I'll be ready. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So I love it. Look at it. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's exactly the same thing I've been preaching to everybody is now is not the time to be quiet. Now is the time to, to just show, keep showing up and to be planning and preparing for whenever things, you know, when this is over. Right. Yeah. So I mean, know. I mean, Allison was talking about earlier, so she's building a gym in her backyard. Okay. So she, she's living, you know, what she preaches on a constant basis. But, you know, I've told people anytime we have any of these economic hardships and, you know, I'm, I'm honest and real and people may not like hearing this, but it's, it's, it's the truth is times like this weeds out the non-passionate people, the people who don't truly believe yeah. in it. So yeah. the, the fakers right now, they're the ones who are struggling, but the people like yourself who keep putting content myself, these are the people who are actually showing, okay, you know what? I'm real. I'm not going to let this road, you know, block or, you know, the speed bump, you know, I mean, I'm going to keep going because I'm about, so I told people when we had the last financial crisis, speakers, real estate people, you know, all these people who are just chasing after money, they got weeded out quick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I think so opportunities. you brought it up earlier too. Is I think we also, the three of us, at least on this podcast right now have, have, we know that God's in control. So we have a different little bit piece and approach to it. I think because, you know, we're not, we know we're not, we're not uh, relying on the world to figure this all out. <laughs> right. Right. So. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> All right, so um, before we finish up, I want to ask you one of, one of our favorite questions that we like to ask everybody in interview is, if somebody out there is listening and, and they really have a, a cause or a, you know something they're passionate about and they want to make an impact, they want to make a difference, how do you tell, what would you tell them to start? What one piece of advice would you say to get started? Uh, same thing I tell everybody right now. It's the biggest fear a lot of people have. Ask. Ask questions. Always seek knowledge. Yeah. The worst question you can ever ask is the one that you don't. Um, I always assure people, like, if I ask the two of you, do you have $5? Can I have $5? <laughs> sure. Okay, so you said yes. So guess what? I've got no money in my pocket. You said, sure, now I've got $5. Now, if you said no, guess what? I'm still in the spot. You never yeah. lose any, you know, position by asking a question. Right. You either stay in the same spot or you move forward. So whatever it is, we are one click away from everybody. I grew up in the, you know, the phone book generation. So, I mean, you have to go look up the phone book, find the you know, and go track people down. But right now we're just one click away from sending somebody a direct message and I am following and asking a question to say, hey, you know what? I admire you. I look up to you. Would you could you share some advice? And if they go, hey, you have to pay me, then you know what? They really don't care about what they're doing. If they say, yeah, sure, I, I've got time. Jump on my podcast. You know, I'll do an interview. If you're a student listening to this right now, oh my God, that's the easiest thing to do. You write yeah. up as a student goes like, I'm writing a paper on you. Can I ask some questions? Yeah. You, know, you can say, I'm part of a paper. I've got my... And people will ask, I mean, there's, um, the, the big one is, 
so many people are afraid to ask the questions. And I tell people successful people aren't necessarily the smartest people. They just got more drive and more, you know, initiative to go out there. So the big one is whoever you see as an influencer, someone that you admire to be up to, reach out to them and ask them a question. I love that. That's great advice. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah, what's the worst thing they can do is ignore you or say no. But uh, uh, more often than not in this in this connected world, people will, will, will respond. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, crazy. I'm like, I could show you know of you know stories but i mean many of the successes i've had in life was quite simply because i chose to ask the question somebody else didn't yeah yeah it's true and i think that's where a lot of people get scared is they they lack that confidence to be adjustable in a time like this and they lack the confidence to actually reach out to people yeah. um and that's like where we were saying that a lot of businesses and a lot of brands fail because they just they aren't they aren't willing to put themselves out there you know yeah i mean i like i can do the flip side but you know when i was younger I really wanted a promotion and I was taught about if you work hard, people will see you doing the hard work. So I got passed up for a promotion. So finally I went to the supervisor like, well, hey, how come I wasn't considered what's going on? And they go, well, you never asked about it. We didn't think that you were interested. Uh-huh. Yep. There you go. So, so right. So that got me to a point now where some people are like, oh my God, you show too much initiative. I'm like, what's too much initiative? There's never <laughs> too much initiative. But that's the case now is like I, I go and ask the questions. Like, you know, when I've written books, I wrote about pushing my mom to go ask a question because she saw one of her, her idols and she's like, Oh, I'm afraid to ask the question. Like, if you don't do it, I will. She's like, okay. She went up there. She met her idol. As soon as she met her, got the picture and everything like that, the idol left a few weeks later, the idol died of a stroke. Wow. So she didn't take opportunity there. She wouldn't have met somebody that she, you know, idolized. So, yeah. I mean, so I tell people like, whatever it is, especially now it's like, this is the perfect time to just be, and when I say ask questions, it's just doing the research. I'm like, I'm no researcher. Just, you know, it doesn't mean you have to physically ask the person, but study up, see what's going on, watch okay. videos, just consume information so that way you can go and apply it when it's time to apply it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you, and you actually did another perfect segue there. So thank you. You said, mention your books. So obviously, mm -hmm. most people listening to this podcast are not in a position to hire a conference speaker or, you know, mm -hmm. a corporate motivational training program. But I know you have a lot of other things going on. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about your books and your programs and things? Yeah. Um, first one is if people want to come follow me on Facebook, look up Frank Kitchen. There's not many of me. And so you just look for the, the tall, skinny, bald guy. I mean, you'll, you'll find me there. But, um, you know, I've got free content on social media. So if you just type in at Frank Kitchen on any social media, YouTube, Instagram, you'll find me. So that's that's, you know, that's free content. Go go for yeah. it. Um, for things that you may have to pay like a small fee, I've got several books. You can go look up Frank Kitchen on Amazon and you'll find find my books on there. I mean, so there's books that if you want to be an entrepreneur, it talks about, you know, the, the lessons of an entrepreneurial dreamer. So I went from dreamer to running a business. I've got another one about saying, you know what, you have value, you have impact. So how do you recognize it? So I want you to shine. So we got um, different books that way. Then I've gotten to a point where I go and do workshops for and I've converted those workshops to online pr training programs. And to be honest, my favorite number is four. They're all four dollars and forty-four cents. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's almost like listening to an audiobook. So you can go do do that and do audiobook. And then here's the other one. If you go look at my calendar, and if you see that I'm speaking somewhere in your town, shoot me an email. My email simply is just fresh at frankkitchen.com and say, hey, can I come, you know, shadow you? I've had people who've shadowed me all over the country just to come and watch and learn. So there's, there's stuff that people can consume where they compensate me. And the other point is I don't want my stuff just to be for the haves. I want to be for the people who really want to learn it and apply it. So reach right. out to me through, you know, whatever, social media, email. Once again, ask the question, one click away, and then we can find out what I'm doing. Yeah. 
Love it. Love yeah. it. And I know. So yeah, so we'll put it in the show notes too, but definitely I encourage everybody to go follow Frank um, Kitchen at Frank Kitchen at one of their favorite social media platforms. He does put out a lot of content and you can learn more about his books and his programs because if you do want to become a speaker, he has some help for you. And if you are an entrepreneur, his mindset stuff is, is really going to help you. I know that's that's really when that's where I've seen you in, in you know, in real life do the most is the mindset work with the, the entrepreneur we both advise and mm-hmm. it's you he really you really do you do shine when in when you talk about that so i like that i've been like looking for a thing people are like well what's your expertise maybe you just hit it there i'm, I'm the mindset <laughs> expert yeah look you at really that are. You, you yeah. are I, I, am, I am the chef i am the mindset expert look at that this i got some free uh free advice already <laughs> There you go. There you go. That's why you know that's you know that if you are trying to figure out what message to put out there, right? Ask mm-hmm. you know five people what what they think you're an expert at, or five people mm-hmm. one word to describe you, or things like that. So, um, I did that on Facebook the other night, and like yeah. people talking, like I I like I put out the question, like what do you see me as an expert? And it's great to get the feedback from people because we're afraid of feedback, but all of it pretty much revolves around mindset. So. This yeah. has been an amazing podcast for me. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that, you know, in the midst of these crazy times, uh, we were able to end on a little bit of a high note there. So I'm glad we had that. And um, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I, I always love talking to you, Frank. You know that. And um, I think our audience will find some great value in, in your Live Fresh. Mm-hmm. I have the Live Fresh sticker on my laptop. And it really does, now that I know what it means, you know, when I'll see it and it, it clicks in my brain. Like, okay, what am I doing? What do I need to do? Refocus. Well, well, shoot me your sizes. I'll get you some shirts. We've got the shirts for the ladies. So that's another one. We, we sell Live Fresh shirts. So if you want the V-neck for the ladies or you want the crew neck, just let me know. I've, I've got stuff for you. Sounds fun. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Well, thank you again. And everybody, please go follow Frank uh, on one of the socials and connect with him. And if you want to be a speaker, definitely this is a man to learn it from. So have a great day, everyone. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for listening to It's a Beautiful Influence. Did you like this episode? Please share it out and tag us when you do. Also, have you subscribed yet or left us a rating or review? We would so appreciate if you did. Be sure to tune in next week for a new episode and connect with us on Instagram at creating the letter U online. Make it a fabulous day.